Welcome to Blind Date with a Book, the podcast where three literary matchmakers set you up with your next great read using only dating app questions like, do you consider yourself a romantic? What is your dream Saturday? If tattoos only lasted one year, what would you get? What's your go-to karaoke song? This is Blind Date with a Book. Prepare to fall in love. Welcome to Blind Date with a Book, the podcast that sets you up with your book, Meet Cute. I'm your host, Rachel Mans McKenney, and I'm an author and book reviewer from the Midwest. I'm Elena Nicolau, and I'm the culture editor of OprahBag.com. I'm Kristen Evans, and I'm a book critic and culture writer. Today, we're setting up Alexa Nicolau, a 24-year-old history teacher from New Jersey. We use dating app questions to help Alexa make a match with a great book. Alexa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. We are thrilled to have you and to set you up with a great book today. Uh, We have a couple questions to kick things off and let our listeners get to know you a bit better. First of all, what have you been reading when you've been reading lately? Um, The book I'm reading now is Three Women uh, by Lisa Tadeo, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Uh, My friend, my best friend raved about this book and got it for me uh, for Christmas, Um, but because of shipping, it ended up coming like two weeks ago. Um, and I've been really <laughs> enjoying it, particularly because I can read one chapter um, and then go to sleep because there, it's kind of, you know, it's three, uh, I can't speak. It's all three women. Yeah, it's three women. So each, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Each, <laughs> each chapter follows one of the women. So I don't feel like I have to stay up, you know, to, all night to read. I can read one chapter and feel satisfied and accomplished that I read something and go to sleep. That is such a juicy book. Have you, have any of you guys read it? Um, Elena or Kristen? I have read it. I actually, okay, I should, I'm just going to get rid of the elephant in the room now. Alexa is my younger sister. And when I went to her graduation from teacher, from teaching academy, from teacher school, whatever it is, grad school, I was reading three women. That was when I was reading three women. And I One of the women of the three is, um, in, is being like preyed upon by her teacher and by her English teacher. It's this like very wrenching, awful story. And I remember like going to your graduation and being, thinking of that book and being so freaked out. So there you go, Alexa. I never told you that story, but very, very (laughs) compelling book. (laughs) Oh, I haven't read it yet. Um, it's been on my TBR for quite a while, but one of the downsides of both my day job and the pandemic is that I have less and less time to read. So it's, it's currently a book that's languishing on my shelf, but it sounds really compelling and I'm excited to pick it up at some point. Well, and that was one of the reasons why we wanted to start this podcast is because all of us sort of felt some sort of degree of book slump, which we know a lot of people identify with. And we just want to get that process of discovering books that make us want to read again going. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, in your life, Alexa, what are some things that keep you from reading? Um, General exhaustion, I would say, is probably the main factor that keeps me from reading. This is my first year with a big girl job, and I am just um, distraught by how tired I am all the time. Uh, after teaching all day and like staring at the screen, usually I just want to go to sleep or watch an episode of some stupid TV show and turn off my brain. Um, so I think that has been keeping me mostly from reading. And also, um, I, the last book, the last fiction book that I read was so good 
that I haven't really been able to pick up a book that has gotten me that excited or, or like, you know, into it um, as much. So I think I have been having a hard time, just like with real dating, finding a book that really sparks my interest and keeps me engaged because I can get bored pretty easily. Well, then tell us a little bit about your taste. So what are some things that really draw you into a good book? Um, I love any story about a messed up family. Um, I'm very <laughs> <laughs> like same, like same with TV shows. Like the the more you know effed up, the better. So I I do like that. I also have been reading a lot more like thrillery books. I also think because that keeps me engaged and on the edge of my seat more. Um, and I do really like stories about. Oh, women, where women are the main characters um, and the focus. So um, I definitely have been reading more books by women, more books by uh, women of color, by people of color generally. Um, so messed up women. Maybe a little <laughs> Wait, what, what was the book that you loved? Rebecca. Oh, yes, that and was I was, so good. <laughs> yeah, talk. So I was feeling like such an idiot for not having. After I read it, I was like, "Why did it take me until I was twenty-four to read this book?" Um, and yeah, I, I think I stayed up till two a.m. to finish it, and then I was very tired the next day teaching, but it was worth it. Did you dream of Manderley? <laughs> <laughs> that is the nerdiest, best joke ever. We're not going to be able to talk top that, Elena, ever. <laughs> um, so we had so much fun going over your questionnaire, which was all dating app questions in order to start thinking about what to set you up with for this, this podcast. Over the next two rounds, we'll each introduce you to a book we love. We get points based on how much you like the date we set you up on. You win no matter what. But one of us wins by being this week's best matchmaker. If we win, we get to play for our favorite indie bookstores and put their links in our show notes. Today, I'm going to be playing for Prairie Lights Bookstore in Iowa City, a wonderful independent bookstore that always hosts great writers. Elena, who are you playing for? I'll be playing for Bookends, a bookstore in Ridgewood, New Jersey, which is right near where I live. Um, and I'm choosing that because that's the first bookstore I went into after lockdown. So I'm especially bonded to it. And Kristen, which bookstore are you playing for today? I'm playing for Loganberry Books in Shaker Heights, Ohio. It's also my neighborhood bookstore, so I'm there all the time. Um, <laughs> even though it's there's you know there's still lockdown, we're having our we're wearing our masks, we're being careful, but I can't resist going in and, and looking at all the books. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, Alexa, are you ready for your literary meet cute? I'm so ready. Okay. All right, we are going to each take turns to introduce our books to you. Elena is going to go first for round one. Okay, Alexa, get ready to fall in love. My first book recommendation is The Mercies by Kieran Millwood Hargrave. And this book came out in 2020. So much like your favorite book, The Red Tent, this book is set in the distant past within a close-knit community of almost entirely women. Unlike The Red Tent, this book has witches, or supposedly does. So in the year 1617, nearly all of the men of the island of Vardo, which is located in the far northern reaches of Norway, die in a boating accident leaving the women to fend for themselves. And they do a good job. 
too good of a job because when people down south get wind of it, they assume they must be witches and they send a notorious Scottish witch hunter up along with his new young wife. Uh, What results is a gorgeously rendered fable about women, their magic, both real and imagined and persecution. Um, And even though the subject matter can be dark at times, it reads like a sort of a mix of a myth and a fable and a thriller. You will absolutely be kept up all night reading this gorgeous book. Wonderful. So Elena's first pick was The Mercies by Kieran Milkwood Hargrave. Kristen, go ahead and give us your first round pick. All right, Alexa. I was also thinking about your love of literary fiction, but I focused a little bit more on how much you like Rebecca, which based on how you answered our opening questions, sounds like (laughs) it was a good thing that I did. Um, But I was also thinking, what book has all of the human drama of a gothic or revenge fantasy like Rebecca, but is presented in a really bite-sized, digestible way? Because you are in your first job, you're tired, teaching is so hard right now. And let's face it, we all have pandemic brain, myself included. So the book that I chose for you is, and I do not forgive you, Stories and Other Revenges by Amber Sparks. It contains these lovely, short, like narratively complex stories about friendships that disintegrate, women who are wronged, there are ghosts horse girls, and Greek goddesses pulled into modern day scenarios. So if the idea of a teenage Athena designing a video game just to piss off her father, Zeus, appeals to you, this book could work. Um, These stories are so smart. Sparks has a really strong voice. She writes these really sharp, witty sentences. I could see this being a great way to dip your toe back into reading and having fun again. You'll get something out of the stories immediately, but also you'll be able to put the book down and have a nap or go to bed early when fatigue and pandemic brain gets to be too much. Perfect. All right. So Kristen's round one pick is And I Do Not Forgive You, Stories and Other Revenges by Amber Sparks, another 2020 book. All right. So I get to go last for my round one pick. So in your questionnaire, you said that you would love to spend a dream vacation on a Greek island. And that's literally what three quarters of my book is. Um, I also zoomed in on your work as a history teacher to choose Circe by Madeline Miller. Circe is a 2008 publication and a compulsively readable adaptation of Greek myths, including the Minotaur, Daedalus, and Icarus, and the murderous Medea, and of course, uh, Odysseus. Not only is Circe a mixture of magic and feminism, It is also currently being adapted for a series for HBO Go, so you'll have something to talk about around the water cooler when we get back to water coolers. I noticed that you said on your responses that you're not really of a romantic, and Circe is definitely not either. She's stranded on a deserted island by Zeus and has to learn the limits of her magic as she crosses paths with gods and men and has to determine whether she believes she belongs to mortals or gods and who to protect. So... Um, Alexa, your round one picks are, um, pick number one was Elena's The Mercies by Kieran Millwood Hargrave, or Kristen's pick, which is And I Do Not Forgive You, Stories and Other Revenges by Amber Sparks, or my round one pick, Circe by Madeline Miller. So Alexa, who would you take out on your literary date? Oh man, this is a really tough choice. Can I give a little bit of uh, my my thinking for each book? Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, we so, want to hear it. Rachel, I'm so sorry, but I've read Cersei. Okay. 
Now, uh, this is important for, for um, giving us points. Did you like it or not like it? Oh, I loved it. And when my sister was talking about the mercies, it I was thinking about Cersei as she was describing the book. Um, Cersei was one of my favorite books I read during the pandemic. I love Greek mythology. I've always loved Cersei. Um, and it was great to hear her story being told through her lens. Um, I particularly liked um, that she really called out Hermes, that he was you know, such a player. That was probably my favorite part of the book. <laughs> She's like, I think we're done. <laughs> and he was really upset and he came crawling back to her and she was like, no, 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 we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I absolutely love Cersei. I feel like, oh, man, this is tough. It pains me to say it, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with the mercies. Oh, um, it's a good I, choice. It's a good choice. Here, <laughs> and, and it, and it pains me to say it because I know it was my sister's pick and I don't want you to think that she had an unfair advantage, but when she said Scottish witch, Scottish witch hunter, that pulled me in. I studied abroad in Scotland, and I did a whole presentation on witches and uh, Scottish mythology. Uh, so it's something I actually know a lot about. So once she said that, I yeah, I was very uh, intrigued. So I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Mercies for my first pick. All right, that sounds good. So let's do a wrap up of our points and our point system, and then we'll move along to the next round. So at the end of the first round, um, Elena's book was chosen. So she gets 20 points. You had already read and enjoyed my pick. So I get 10 points. And Kristen, unfortunately, starts off with zero points. It's all right. It's all right. We can come back from that. You know, we can come back from that. <laughs> but Kristen, I love, I loved Amber Sparks's collection. It is so amazingly different in like the different forms that she uses throughout that book. It's such an approachable collection of short stories. And I don't think people read enough short stories. I agree. I mean, these, there are stories that are in list form. There are stories about the end of the world, like um, the end of the world. It's so wide ranging in the forms and in an her approach to the story and it is compulsively readable. Um, so yeah, I do hope, I do hope folks pick it up. And there are Greek gods, Alexa. See, the good thing about this That's is that right. you, <laughs> no, I, I have to say you guys were all really on the money. And as I was listening, I was like, wow, I wish you guys could set me up with like a person because you really <laughs> know me really well. Um, it was a hard choice, but it ultimately it was the, the Scottish witch hunter that drew me in, but I was, I, I I'm still a little split. Well, lucky for you, we have a whole nother round of wait. amazing picks for you coming up. So for round two, it's the same rules and a new point system. So all our points are doubled. We really want you to find the best possible literary meet cute. All right. So Elena, are you ready to introduce your pick for round two? I sure am. Uh, so Alexa, you wrote that you like Doctor Who and that you're a big Whovian. So I'm going to recommend a trilogy of books set on a planet that the doctor might visit during his travels. As much as I believe in his abilities, though, I don't think that even the doctor could solve the problems found in the Broken Earth trilogy by N.K. Jemisin, the first book of which was published in 2015. 
Each installment has won the prestigious Hugo Award, and with good reason. The writing and world building makes for an unforgettable reading experience, almost like childhood. These were the first books that really, really enveloped me during the pandemic. Um, So they're set in a hostile version of Earth, which is plagued by frequent natural disasters called Fifth Seasons. They're really upheavals. Um, think earthquakes, you know, the ground just splitting open, bad things happening. The main character in the book, who also has a secret ability to move the earth and play, play with earth too. She sets forth during the worst season ever to find her daughter who's been kidnapped by her father. Uh, so messy family drama, it really doesn't get much messier than this book. Um, plus, all of the other things going on in the background. When you read this book, expect an immersive reading experience with lots of timey-wimey twists, no spoilers. And it's honestly almost like traveling to another planet. That's how vivid it is. Bookmark the two glossaries in the back because you will need them. Excellent. So Elena's pick for round two is the Broken Earth Trilogy by N.K. Jemison. All right, Kristen, what is your pick for round two? Okay, so we have talked about ancient Greek witches. We have talked about witches in the frozen north (laughs) now i give you witches in danvers massachusetts in 1989 (laughs) this book is we ride upon sticks by kwan berry part of the reason that i gravitated towards this book is also because of your doctor who quote in the questionnaire and i was thinking maybe you might be up for something that has a little bit of science fiction and fantasy angle which given all of the witch picks that we've already had seems to be right. I also wanted to give you a novel that you could really dive into if you felt like you were up for it. So We Ride Upon Sticks follows the rapid ascent of the Danvers area field hockey team. It's told in this really propulsive collective voice. So you get to know all of the women on this field hockey team. There's a spell notebook with Amelia Estevez's face on the front, a magnificently hairsprayed top knot that basically has its own personality. And so many 80s references, you will feel like you're in your own personal John Hughes movie. It just came out in paperback, so it'll be really easy to pick up at your favorite bookstore and fall under its spell. Oh, awesome. Okay, so Kristen's round two pick is We Ride Upon Sticks by Quan Berry. Okay, for my round two pick, I thought about your role as a social studies teacher. And while you might love teaching, I am sure that sometimes the parents can get a bit exhausting. So I picked The Gifted Gifted School by Brian Holsinger, a book from 2019. You noted in your questionnaire that you'd rather have interesting things happen than good things, and that definitely describes this book. In this novel, parents in a privileged community hear that a gifted school will be opening up for enrollment, and suddenly all these seemingly normal parents begin to turn on one another, and in the process, unbury secrets from long ago. You noted also that you think you might have been wrong, uh, born in the wrong time period and you feel like a boomer. Well, I think you'll enjoy the energy of this book, which truly lets you take pleasure in judging these characters. Juicy, highly readable, talk about family drama and a slow burn thriller. Definitely perfect for teachers to read if they get upset with helicopter parent culture. Okay, so our round two picks. Elena's pick was The Broken Earth Trilogy by N.K. Jemison. Kristen's round two pick is We Ride Upon Sticks by Quan Berry. And my round two pick is The Gifted School by Brian Holsinger. All right, Alexa, who would you want to take out on your literary date? Oh, man. This is so hard. I'm really split. 
Um, I, I'm reading. I'm reviewing my notes that I took as a as a good teacher. I take notes while I listen. I'm gonna have to go with Rachel's pick, the gifted school. Ah, <laughs> nice. That is awesome. Was there any reasoning behind that? Just sounds good right now. A little parent frustration. Yeah, I think that luckily the parents that uh, the parents at my school don't bother me too much, which is I, I feel very grateful for. But I think um, for me, reading something um, that's kind of messy and traumatic about school might be like emotion, like very cathartic for me. Um, also. I like the idea of a slow burn thriller. I like the idea of, um, you know, to, to keep reading, to, to continue to pick up information along the way. Um, it seems like fun. Um, and I also have so many opinions about like gifted and talented schools <laughs> that I probably could be its own podcast. So I think that would be, um, it would just be fun for me to read, although witches in the 1980s also is super, super, super intriguing. This again, this was like a pretty impossible choice because all three are so up my alley. You guys are all amazing. But yeah, I think because teaching is such a shit show right now, I think the gifted school, you know, I, I would be able to connect to the most. Well, excellent. That means that with 50 points at the end of this game. Um, I am the winner. So oh I feel my like, gosh. I know. You get to declare that. <laughs> Elena has second place bragging rights. And Kristen is continuing to uh, to lick her wounds this week. Um, and okay. I'm- I'll fight for Logan Berry books honor next time. <laughs> There's many, many books to uh, choose. <laughs> but to be honest, I think I'm going to be picking up We Write Upon Sticks because that sounds incredible and kind of just what I need right now. <laughs> it, just, I love the, the title. it just came out in paperback. The paperback is hot pink. Um, oh. I mean, it's so, the, it looks so good. The cover looks so good. Can I just tell you also that um, Amber Sparks' book is also bright pink. So you just color coordinated your whole episode, which I'm highly amazed by. You know, we try. Even if we get zero points, we try. <laughs> Have you read um, the Broken Earth trilogy, Kristen? I haven't. It's another one of my, like, t- on my TBR pile. My long, long, massive TBR pile. It's really good. Fit- oh my gosh. The fifth season is just one of those books where you get to the end and you want to throw it across the room, but also hug it to your chest. It's just... Yeah. By the it's like that. Yeah. It, yeah. But it, it's work. Like I kind of, I mean, I didn't tell you that Alexa in, in the blurb because you know, I'm competitive, but I do think these books like, cause they're so immersive. It, it's kind of like you're figuring out a new language as you go. So in terms of page turner, it, it sometimes you have to like stop and be like, okay, wait, what did I just read? <laughs> so to, to be fair to listeners out there, it's so, so, so good, but it's like being on another planet. Literally it's, it's that immersive. I think it might be a good summer read when I can kind of turn off my brain and really focus on learning a new language. Yeah. Uh, 100%. One of the things that I keep thinking about with books like that, and part of the reason I haven't read it, um, or when you think about those long trilogies that everyone loves that seem really immersive, I always think, 
oh, I'll read that when I go on vacation. And that is very much in air quotes. <laughs> um, and I think if anything, like the last year or so has really taught me, like, you know, seize the day with reading. Don't just save those books up for this time that might never come. Um, it's good to dip into those things when, you know, when you have the brain space to do it and just tackle them when you can. <laughs> um, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Alexa, thank you so much for joining us today. We can't wait to hear how your book dates go. Thank you so much for having me and for all of these wonderful recommendations. Um, Rachel, I know you're the winner, but everyone is the winner in my heart and I will eventually read all of these books. So thanks again. And today in the show notes, you'll be able to find links to all of these wonderful reads from Prairie Lights Book Store in Iowa City. You can find me at McKenney on Twitter or at Rachel Mans McKenney on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Wonders. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram there or on my book account, which is Books and Elena. You can find me at, at Paper Alphabet. That's P A P E R Alphabet. Find our show online at blinddatewithabookpod.com and at Book Meet Cute on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow us and tell us all the books you've been falling in love with. Thanks for listening to Blind Date with a Book. Our show is produced and co-hosted by Kristen Evans, Rachel Mans McKenney, and Elena Nicolau. Our showrunner is Rachel Mans McKenney, and our sound editor is Elena Nicolau. Kristen Evans handles web design and newsletter production. Our theme music was written by Alex Bozzi, and our logo was designed by Chelsea Hill. If you like today's show, please subscribe, rate, and review Blind Date with a Book on Apple Podcasts. Ratings make it even easier for other listeners to find us and join the fun. We'll be back in two weeks with a new guest and more books to recommend. Until then, we hope you're falling for the next book on your TBR pile, whatever it might be.